Welcome to the podcast of Spirit Life Revival Ministries, an apostolic prophetic mission-based ministry headquartered in Accra, Ghana. A church family with a vision to possess and teach the world that all things are possible through the preaching of the word of faith. Join us on this journey of discovery as we delve into the timeless teachings of our faith and share inspiring stories from God's word. This podcast is designed to uplift your spirit and deepen your relationship with God to help you pursue and walk in your divinely assigned purpose. Together, let's embark on the transformative and enlightening experience as we navigate the intersections of faith, life, and the supernatural. And now, today's message. Praise the Lord. Oh, if that hand clap was for me, can we do a better one for Jesus? Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to take just two minutes and speak in the language of the Spirit or pray in the Spirit. Chateau de Bale Satades. Mandolo Badozi Catene Madusas. Imano Manozike Tes Gubambali Manosas. Tada ye mono zikoto si pampali moduazanes ko te shabade zoti titi titi e di manosa telebratus kebado lekepo la desamanda labada let the inner man take over from the natural man shate de badoza leka pan de lebede zibolozate anomonte de bricato shatet don't hold back let it rise let it rise somebody let the heavens hear your voice intimacy for supremacy deep call it unto deep stay up the spirit man to receive from above Mysteries from on high, knowledge from afar. Atedebros Catenas, Lege Dibano, Satada Bradis, Canto Lebadus, Chatele Bados, Rato, Legede, Belebendes, Mantoli Cata, Shabadiano, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Aconimatuasa, Lekoto, Zimanosha, Lekedusa Mandes, Pampali Brados, Etelekin. Nambo Nizota Belebedeze Atoli Brakete Manosha Rado Zido Zimaneske Apele Pentelibroski no modis Yamano Sateteba Mayeta de Breske Tende O Dali Manoska Pap. You want to add a clap to your prayer? Come on, somebody. Shate Bala Brades Limoto Ziban Balikato Adimano Saten Telibradoza Ale Mono Zitete Kelo Bratos Ibandos Lemono Shapendeligato. Rabidimo Zutaleza Alemanos Kipado Zitano Yebodos Itanta Labrada Edimanos Kata Ipale Pampadio Montes Labado Shata de Badoska Ebali Brondolis Capalo Mayo Sate Bali Brandoza Kale Pampadio Monosita de Rapapa de Locotonas Mendele Bretus Capaliados Shapapa Papa Palibada Let it rise somebody Shate Palo Edim 
Dolimano, Satan Teleze, Ipeli Brosco, Tony Maduasha, E Dolimanoski, Pam Padibado, Rapado, Zika Ton Talabrade, E Dimanosa, Tete Libred, O Cadibando Le Cato, Chate de Bala, Adimanosi Tanta Labrado, Chate Libada. In the name of the Lord Jesus, to the honor of the divine, to majesty from on high that is terrible, to the light of God's glory that is unapproachable, to the Godhead three in one, the Trinity inseparable, to wisdom from above that is incomprehensible, To revival fire from on high, that is inextinguishable. To the divine seed that is incorruptible. The oracle that knows no obstacle. Power that is infinite and complete in itself. Sovereignty that is incontestable. I am that I am. Yahweh, the self-existing one. For your glory. For your glory. For your much less glory. This convocation is for your honor. And let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Let performance meet utterance. So that what is pronounced will be announced as a testimony. The word that is ordained, the Lord, as we proclaim it, sustain it for performance. And let the sermon command a summons. And let there be the flawless play out of your word that you have sent forth. It will not return void. Let the atmosphere of the prophetic give birth to another version of us we have never seen. And by the workings of marvelous grace, exceed expectations and provide solutions. Grace has spoken. Grace will perform. And the Lord gets the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Please be seated in high places. Take your seat and let your faith stand. Hallelujah. It's such an honor to be here. And um, I like to say that God knows my heart because the pulpit is the place where the Lord alone will be magnified and it is a place of truth. So you don't ascend it and say things to please protocol. It had better be genuine. But I want to say with all genuineness, as much as I can have as a man, that the Lord knows my heart that I value our father the Lord knows my heart praise the Lord that I value our father and when it is genuine 
words may fail, but it is okay. Because if the Lord knows it, then we will not have to borrow endless sentences. And um, the God who knows the hearts of men, he will honor the few words that I have. It will be woefully simple to think that I can use sentences to say thank you. Sentences will not be enough. And um, a son can't honor a father for a platform. He doesn't have what it takes. It is not possible. It's an exercise in futility to try and find a way to honor your father for the opportunity of a platform. You would rather not say yes to such an assignment because you won't succeed. So the God who knows the hearts of men, like the way the apostles issued a disclaimer when they were about to select somebody to replace Judas, they said, to the best of our apostolic knowledge, the person who must replace Judas should have been around from the day Jesus was baptized till the day he ascended on the mountain of Olivet. Whoever will replace Judas, he must fit this criteria. And the criteria brought two people. When the two people came, then they stood and they said, Thou Lord that knoweth the hearts of men, we have produced two. Choose one. To the best of mortal ability, we may produce a pair. But it is only the God that knows the heart of men who can choose one. It is only that God. And I want to say, Daddy, the God that knows the heart of men, may he thank you for me. Yes. May he thank you for me. And may he honor you for me. Amen. It's a blessing. This platform is a big one. And I, I still don't know why I'm here. But this is God's glory. So as much as God gives me ability, I will utter such as will matter. And I pray that what I'm not able to say, the Lord will give grace. I want to talk about the prophetic because it is 30 days of strange prophecies. And um, having already keyed into the prophetic envelope that is beginning from next year, this is the convocation called Shenkom. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I've already keyed into that prophetic word and I've seen it manifest already. So this is Shenkom and the subtitle is 30 Days of Strange Prophecies. And I'm so honored to be here. So I want us to talk about the prophetic. And the prophetic is so grand an ordinance that you can't find the words to exhaust it in an hour or a little over an hour. But the Lord will give us grace. And so follow me to the best of your ability. And as I do my best, the Lord will do the rest. So the prophetic is a guide. So you will not be misguided about what is disguised. Hallelujah. The prophetic is a guide. So that you will not be misguided about what is disguised. Because in the scope of creation, in God's own wisdom, mysteries are permitted. Why simplicity can be shrouded in complexity, nobody knows why, but it is possible. 
God in his own wisdom has ordained some things as sedimentary. On the surface, you can understand them. And in that same wisdom, he has ordained some things as buried deep down in the regions called the deep regions. So in creation, mysteries are allowed. It is okay by the wisdom of sovereignty to have something made in the form of a mystery. Immanuel, God with flesh. Not God just as a man, but now God is bleeding. Deity shedding blood. Yeah. Because in the scope of creation, mysteries are allowed. So whenever you hear a name like Jesus, in other words, deity is bleeding. How does God bleed? But that's God for you. So the prophetic is the guide that makes sure that you are not misguided about what is disguised. So that when the word becomes flesh, you don't call him a demon. The Pharisees and the scribes, they were with the text called scripture. And they were reading it for years. When the text leapt out of scripture and walked before them as a man, they said, Beelzebub, the Lord of the flies. And Jesus said, if you call them gods unto whom the word of the Lord came, then the one whom God has sanctified from above, how do you say he's a demon? When the prophetic is absent, you will be misguided about what is disguised. That's why the prophetic is there. So you don't call your enemy your friend and call your friend your enemy. That's the prophetic. Shatoni Madua Zedes. Keluma no Leso Mundo Lobodo. So that when God is bleeding, you don't call it inefficiency, you call it atonement. 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 When God is bleeding, it is not tragic murder. In the tragedy is the strategy of redemption. That's where the prophetic comes from. When God is bleeding, don't say tragic murder. You call it atonement and pacification of wrath. So that when Jacob is limping, you don't say he's a weak man because he just fought with an angel and got his name changed. So sometimes the greatest sign of a man you can never defeat is a limp. It's a limp. It's a limp. The greatest sign of a man whose back can never touch the ground is a dislocated thigh bone. When men are limping, don't think they are about falling. Because some of them, their limp is consequent to immutability from above. From that day till now, the whole Arab world can gang up against Israel. And some way, somehow, they cannot subvert that nation. Why? Yaakov. Your name shall no more be called Yaakov, but thou shalt be called Yitzrael. Yitzrael Elohim. As a prince, you have power with God and with men. And you have fought every battle. And the verdict is that your back can never touch the ground, despite your background. The background of Jacob was trickery. It was 419. 
It was painful cunningness, diabolic craftiness. And the angel looks into the eyes of the 419er and said, because of the contentions and the wrestlings with the divine, let me give you a verdict in the form of a name. Your name is Israel. From today, you can never lose a battle. And the seal of that immutability is a limb. When you see Jacob limping, don't think he's near knockout. You can't knock such a man to the ground. If you are prophetic, you will see that the limp is actually security against falling. Yeah. So in one of the words of the army generals of the Arab world, he says we are using intercontinental missiles with strict geopositioning engineering in the missiles. We fire the missiles with accuracy, but when it gets into mid-air, something happens and the thing misses. Their God is fighting for them. Yeah, and this is a 21st century army general. Where is that verdict come from? Contentions with the divine. The man is limping. But don't fool yourself. You can never defeat that man. That's why the prophetic is there. So you will not be misguided about what is disguised. Yeah. That's the prophetic. They will tell you that the man there who is sitting down weak as if he doesn't have anything. He can make you a firstborn. Even if you were not born first. That's why the prophetic is there. They are manners that can suspend protocols. If you are prophetic, you have a guide. So you will not be misguided about what is disguised. You may be walking with a lot and losing a lot. Yeah. You may be walking with a lot and that is a plot to lose a lot. And the prophetic will tell you, let lot go and sign a deal with a harlot so you can take the promised land. If you want to sign a contract, you don't sign a contract with a harlot. Because harlotry is from proof that the person has lost the ability to hold on to truth. What a woman has to go through in order to merchandise her privacy, it means she has passed certain levels of caution. And she doesn't respect some things in some ways for the want of a better language. But if you are prophetic, you will know that in order to harvest a lot, you may need a harlot. In order to harvest a lot, you may need a harlot. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Yaakov, I have given you the promised land. And the promised land, people are sent to spy the land. And when they came, they said the only security in that land was a harlot. Sometimes you are walking with lot. This one is my blood. This one is my family member. This one is my best friend, my trusted roommate, my maid of honor, my bridesmaid, my friend. If you are prophetic, you may have to let lot go to sign a deal with a harlot to harvest a lot. Yes. That's the prophetic. So when you see prophetic men, you can't tell why Judas is part of the 12 apostles. You cannot tell. But if everybody loved Jesus like a Peter, who will betray him? Who will betray him? For the intents of the divine to be enforced, who will perform it? Yes. 
who will perform it? When a man is prophetic, he is not misguided about what is disguised. And I'm going to show you some things that will help you. Sir, the news have nothing new. Yeah, that's the irony of life. In the news, there is nothing new. In the news, there is nothing new. So if you think that you are informed by listening to the news, you are doing a lot of disservice to yourself. The news is crafted to fit somebody's intent. It is the prophetic that shows you what is new. Not the cable network. No, no, no. The cable network does not announce what is new. Do not be misguided because matters are disguised under the sun. And it is God's own wisdom to have things shrouded in mysteries. Yeah. I want the prophetic. And I want my prophet. I'm not listening to opinions outside there to insult what is meant to guide me. Oh, so we will need a harlot in order to take the promised land. Yes, sir. But how do you, how do you add this in your plan? You will never add it. That's why the prophetic is there. So they say, no, when we spied, the woman was able to come up with an idea that we should hide. And when we exit, we shouldn't go, we should hide and then the people will go out and then, where is this wisdom coming from? Where is this wisdom coming from? That's why we are prophetical. Chosen ones of God. If they tell you to sit down and plan how we can take Canaan, you will never add Rahab's name. You will never add it. But if you are prophetic, you will see it is the only option. That's why we are prophetic. So let us embrace it in full. And it will be a blessing to you and I. The prophetic is a guide. <laughs> so you are not misguided about what is disguised. Strength is clad in weakness. And weakness is clad in strength. And if you don't take care, you just keep missing your opportunities. I pray that you will open up. And your blessing will come to you. In Revelation chapter 1, the Bible says the revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him to show unto him which things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. The prophetic has a circuit from verse 1 of Revelation chapter 1. He says the revelation of Jesus Christ, it is God that gave it to him. God is the source of the revelation. When God got the revelation, then he gave it to Jesus Christ. And the way he gave the revelation to Jesus Christ was that he decided that God in the flesh should get a message. Now listen to me very carefully. If God is talking to God, it is not prophecy. Hallelujah. God doesn't prophesy to God. Because the prophetic is a highway of ministration. Ministrations are done to things that are inefficient. You can't minister to all sufficiency. If you can help God, you can harm God. So you can't help God. That's why you can't harm him. If God is talking to God, it's not prophecy. It must only be prophecy if it is from God to something less than God. 
That's why the Bible says God does nothing until he shows it to his servants, the prophets. Because the prophets can never be equals to God. Never. So the prophetic in itself responds to ranks. If you think you are equal to everybody, you have short-circuited your journey in the prophetic. This thing is sacred, though. The man is deep, oh, but what year was he born? So you want to know his birth date. Then you estimate it and say, oh, he's just two years older than me. Are you submitting to number of days or ranks of grace? Which is it? What are you submitting to? What, no, let's be honest. What are you submitting to? What year did he finish SHS? Okay, if he finished SHS in this year, then he means that by now. So Quattakra, he's about 40-something. What are you submitting to? Number of days or ranks of grace? You tell me. The prophetic needs an inequality. It's a slope. If it is on a leveled ground, it doesn't flow. God doesn't prophesy to God. If God is talking to God, it is not prophecy. If God is talking to anything less than God, then it can be prophecy. The prophetic is on the scope of holy inequalities. If you want to be prophetic, it is okay if somebody is ahead of you. How do you intend to overtake a man that God says is ahead of you? How will you run that race? You tell me. You tell me. Why do you waste 10 years figuring how you will be equal to a man who can outrun a chariot? What, what mandate is this? What mandate is this? Ah, don't know too much. Don't know too much. No, no don't know too much. When you bow to find out how, you are a scientist. If you bow to find out how, it's censorship. If you bow to say, wow, it is worship. <laughs> yeah. If you bow to say, wow, it is worship. But if you bow to say, how, it is censorship. When you hold the feet of the prophet, what runs through your mind? What runs through your mind? This thing, right, if we, if we mirror ourselves small, no, we, are, we will be able to do it. You, you just killed, you killed your blessing. If God is talking to God, it is not prophecy. God doesn't prophesy to God. God prophesies to anything that is in a lower rank. And this verse shows that Jesus had really left deity status to come and be a man. Because aside that, he will not need revelation. Hallelujah. This verse is one of the proof that Jesus really came in the flesh. Because if he wasn't in the flesh, he wouldn't need revelation from God. Omniscience does not learn. Omniscience does not discover. Omniscience does not need revelation. So if Jesus is having a revelation, it is proof that God had condescended into the flesh. Do you have the humility for the prophetic? People are bowing in church, but they are bowing to find out how. They are around the prophet for years. They want to figure out when he finished school. And try and estimate what he did and where he caught the anointing. And so let's go and do the same thing and see if we can replicate. No, sir, you can't. <laughs> this thing, they don't bow to find out how. You just bow and say, wow. And let God have the worship. And let you yourself have your results. <laughs> it will bless you like that. So if God is talking to God, it is not prophecy. If God is talking to anything lesser than God, then it is prophecy. Because God must not prophesy to God. Efficiency would not know any betterment. So in this verse, God gave Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, a revelation. 
And the Bible says, he sent to show his servant things which must shortly come to pass. So there is a circuit of the prophetic. God is here. Then God in the flesh is here. Then men in the flesh are here. Hallelujah. That's why you don't fight the prophetic. Because if you know the loop that forms the complete prophetic circuit, you will realize that there is God in the divine. Then there is God in the flesh. Then there are men in the flesh. And it is a circuit. If you touch one, you have touched all. That's why the scripture admonishes, touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm. Because the circuit of the prophetic is not one man just walking and saying he's a prophet. God gave Jesus the revelation and the revelation was shown to a servant. And how was the revelation shown to a servant? Then the Bible says he sent and signified it by his angel. So now the circuit is getting more elaborate. God is here. God in the flesh is here. God, the men in the flesh are here. And angels are here. So God gets the revelation. He gives it to Jesus. Jesus says, I want my servant to get it. And the way I'm going to get my servant to get it is that I'm sending an angel to the servant. <laughs> now, the angel has come. If an angel is talking, will you hear? In John chapter 12, a voice spoke from the excellent majesty. When Jesus said, Father, glorify your son. And the voice said, I've both glorified it and will glorify it again. Some said it was thunder. <laughs> so if an angel is talking, will you see? Many a times we'll be in a service and Papa will say, do you see the angel standing there? And they will say, no. They say, oh. You don't see the angel standing there. Then we all shout, no. Then sometimes he'll come to you and he'll point you. Do you see the angel, my son? Daddy, no. So how do men see the angel? In verse 9, he said, I was in the spirit. I was in the spirit. So the prophetic loop is God, God in the flesh. Then the man in the flesh, who is the prophet. Then the angel with the message. And then now the spirit creating the climate for flesh to hear God. That's the loop of the prophetic. That's the loop of the prophetic. When Papa goes deep and he says, the angel is telling me. And people will sit at the back and say, oh, because of New Testament, we don't talk to angels. Now everything is the Holy Spirit. Have you read your Bible? All these things about angels, angels that they are saying, me, it's some way for me. Oh, I don't like these angels, angels. No, 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 sir. Have you read your Bible? Have you read your Bible? Because it is the Christ who sent an angel to signify things to his servant John. The spirit was there and an angel was talking. But the spirit created the climate for men to hear angels. So when he said the angel has beckoned, count to the seventh seat. Don't sit down with unwholesome skepticism and say, are we working with angels or why not Jesus? Jesus is there. Why are they saying, no, 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 no. sometimes Papa will say, since I've been ministering for the past 23 years, I've never seen this number of angels in a service before. And people are like, hey, this thing, hey, this thing is biblical. Hey, this thing is completely biblical. And it's a, it is actually the loop of the prophetic. So you don't single a man out thinking you can wound him up. 
You, you can handle him. You can disregard him because this is the loop of the prophetic. God in the divine. God in the flesh. Then a man in the flesh who is called a servant, a prophet. Then an angel with signification. And now the spirit creating the climate for flesh to hear God. That's the loop of the prophetic. When you have this complex look, how do you just single a man and think you can fight him in the prophetic? You cannot. And I pray for you that the Lord will open your eyes. Many of us cannot receive because sometimes we are skeptical about certain words or certain terminologies or certain expressions that are used. When ministry is going on and we don't understand, how do angels talk to a man and bring a name? How do angels say this? And sometimes we have scholars who will say everything and buttress everything. But if you are humble enough, you will realize that the prophetic is well-defined with all the elements in the full spectrum. If you have never seen an angel before, nor heard an angel before, then by the originator of the prophetic, may the Lord God himself send you an angel to signify things unto you. May the Lord God himself send you an angel. There are realms of the prophetic that are given to clarity. When angels are sent to bring details, may the Lord introduce you to that realm. May the Lord introduce you to that realm. May the Lord introduce you to that realm. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Shadow Bale Kappa. Can you put your hands together? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Shadow Lebrandoza. In Dinimi Sokoton Dalabadeza. Shodimonos Ketan Deli Brotosinazos. Kadele Koto Shabande. After you have understood the loop of the prophetic. Shatone Mozikata. Then you will need to understand another dimension of the prophetic. When the devil gives you a problem, the difficulty about the problem is not the enormity of the problem. I don't I'll find another way to say it. The problem is not that there is a problem. <laughs> the problem is that the strongest part of the problem is for you to look for answers at the wrong place. That's the only problem. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you feel like laughing, laugh. <laughs> Hallelujah. The problem is not that there is a problem. The strongest part of the problem is that the problem was designed for you to look for answers in the wrong place. Because with God, nothing is impossible. So, it, so there is no problem. That's the truth. The real problem is to be looking for answers in the wrong place. Any problem that is chronic is skewed to give a wrong interpretation so that you'll be looking for answers in the wrong place. That is the many problems. The problem about the woman with the issue of blood was not bleeding. The problem was that for 12 years she had been visiting physicians. That was the problem. Because Jesus didn't even pray. 
So the difficulty of bleeding for 12 years was not that the problem had an enormous orientation. No. The greatest part of that limitation was that the problem was skewed for you to go wrong places looking for right answers. That's why the prophetic is there. Oh my Lord. So the Bible says she had been bleeding for 12 years and the only reason why she had bled for 12 years is that she had been visiting physicians for 12 years. Who have you been asking for money? That's why you have asked for long. Who have you been asking for a child from? That's why you've been asking for long. Where have you been going for treatment? That's why you are needing treatment for long. The enormity of the problem is not that there is a problem. It is that the strongest part of the problem is to look for answers in the wrong place. That was it. Hmm. Now watch this. Man had all the years before Jesus came. Where were they looking for salvation? Wrong places. When the Christ came, he used 30 years to prepare, three years to round up, and three days to conquer the problem of sin and hell and death. The problem was not sin. The problem was that men were looking for God in wrong places because of the fallen identity. I came to tell you, there is no problem. The only problem is where you have been looking for answers from. That's the only problem. Because with God, there's nothing hard. I will ask you a simple question. Which was more difficult? <laughs> How did David kill Goliath? He just took five stones, put it in a sling. He took five, he used one. Now, if you are practicing, you need an infinite number of stones. When you finish practicing, you need a finite number of stones. Until you know how many stones a battle will need, you have not finished practicing. That's just by the way. So, he takes five stones, but he will use only one. He puts the stone in a sling and just winds it and runs towards Goliath and releases the stone. And Goliath is dead. Before God and man, what is difficult about putting a stone in a sling? You tell me. Let's be sincere. What is difficult about putting a stone in a sling? Going to the beach and picking five smooth stones. Is it a difficult work? Putting a stone in a sling, is it a difficult work? Running, is it a difficult work? So swinging a sling, is it a difficult work? Releasing a sling, is it difficult? No. The battle was with Goliath was never a difficult battle. The difficulty was in believing that you could fight him. That was the only problem. That was the only problem. That was the only problem. Before the people could say Jack, the battle was over. And I'm sure they were like, ah. We paid all this money thinking that we are coming to watch a full match and then round one, no knockout. So it tells you the real battle is not what the prophet will do. The real battle is if you can believe the prophetic. Oh my God. Twenty years of barrenness. What is twenty years of barrenness? 50 years of barrenness. What is 50 years of barrenness? The woman is 90 years and her breasts are dry. What is difficult about rejuvenating dry breasts? 
There is no difficulty. Goliath must die. What is Goliath? If we arrange a match with Goliath, in the eyes of sovereignty, the bigger the problem, the shorter the answer. That's how God moves. The Bible says it is intentionally the wisdom of the divine to use the foolish things to insult the world. So there is no problem that is grand that God will not use a ridiculous method to solve. They said, Jesus, you owe. Son of man, you owe. The creator of the ends of the world, you will owe. Temple tax, you have not paid. And they are reading that then last month, 50 Ghana. Last two months, 40 Ghana. Last three months, 50 Ghana. And they are summing it up. You can't pay for this. You can't pay for that. Your rent is due. And the master says, is all this necessary? He didn't call anybody among men to pay. Go into the sea. There's a fish who wants to shut these people up. Tell the fish to give us the coin and make them keep quiet. It is intentional that the wisdom of the world must be insulted with foolishness. It is God's method. Say, it is God's method. It is his method. A man like you, can you own these things? A man like you. That's what God likes. The accounts will say, Nagro Penshe. Eposua Brantie. Eposu Noye Catwalk. It is intentional. It is intentional. Yes. So the big thing about Goliath is not Goliath. The only big thing is if you believe you can bring Goliath down in the name of the Lord. That's all. There's nothing difficult about throwing a sling. It's one of the easiest things to do. Yeah. There's nothing difficult about building that mansion. And do you think you can own a land in East Legon? What is East Legon? What is East Legon? But do you think you can own such a car in three hours when the Lord says in the next 24 hours, let somebody's account be credited with $2.5 million. And say, hey, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because when you say $2.5 million, what is $2.5 million? With God, all things are possible. The only problem is that you are thinking, hey, so where will we go? $2.5 million, then we need to go here, then we need to go here, we need to go here. No, no. Somebody has $250 million and is asking God, where do I pay this tithe? 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 And God will just say, pass here and meet this person here. That's all. But you are going to the wrong place. The strongest part of a problem is that the thing is engineered for you to look for answers in the wrong places. That's the strength of a problem. Looking for answers in the wrong places. So among men, troubles look for answers. The prophetic is answers looking for troubles. The prophetic is what? Answers looking for what? Troubles. That's the prophetic. The prophetic doesn't see troubles to create answers. No. That's another dimension of work. The prophetic is answers looking for troubles. Men with troubles are looking for answers. But the prophetic is answers looking for troubles. So you are not saying, where will we get $2.5 million? You say $2.5 million is looking for somewhere to offload. Then it is prophetic now. So when you are saying, I don't know how God will bring this. No, then you have not entered the prophetic. The prophetic is answers looking for troubles. Why? Because God knows that the real trouble is to be looking for answers in wrong places. Uh That's why a prophet is sent. When Elijah appeared at Zarephath, the woman was going to cook food and eat and die. 
She was looking for answers in the wrong place. The prophetic is answers looking for troubles. That's how it is. Yeah. That's the prophetic. Because God knows that if he tells you to look for answers, you will come until you are tired. Yeah. So he eliminates that futile escapade by sending the prophet. So the prophetic is answers looking for troubles. When you begin to think about it this way, then you realize, ah, when God shows up, nothing must be difficult. Because answers have showed up. That's why when the people asked for a sign, Jesus gave them the sign of Jonah. A whale was looking for somebody to swallow. The whale swallowed the man at a specific location. Vomited the man at another specific location. When the whale vomited Jonah, the people of Nineveh never went back to their vomit. Mm, that's all. <laughs> when the whale vomited Jonah, the people of Nineveh never went back to their vomit. Because the prophetic is answers looking for troubles. There are babies around when the prophetic is around. It's not come and let's pray for God to give you a baby. Come and let's point you so that the babies will find you. That, that's how the prophetic operates. Because if we leave you, you'll be hopping and hopping and hopping and hopping and hopping. Say, if I say take Bible and pray for prosperity, which verse will you use? The Bible is not a book, it is a library. 66 books is not a book, it's a library. Yeah. So when you say take your Bible, you are saying enter your library. In the spare of the moment... There must be spiritual urgency so that there will be no emergency. The urgency is the prophetic. Among the 66 books, go to Jeremiah. That's the prophetic. Narrowing down so that men don't look for answers in the wrong places. So with the prophetic, Jesus says in the sea, there are many fishes. Cast your net. Live here at this time. When you arrive, the first one you will catch, in the mouth, there will be a coin. Why? Because the prophetic is answers looking for troubles. So you are not going to be searching and searching and searching and se if you are searching and searching, you have not met the prophet. Can I tell you the truth? Jesus says, search the scriptures. If you start a search, it is wako. So in the sincerity of that failed search is the appearance of a prophet to tell you the strongest problem is looking for answers. Answers are looking for you. When a prophet comes, it is answers looking for troubles. He is not coming to address troubles. That's what people think the prophetic is. It is not that. The prophetic is answers looking for the troubles. It is not coming to address troubles. No. When a prophet shows up, answers have shown up. He didn't show up blank to say what is the issue. Then when you say the issue, then we try and find something. That's not the prophetic. It's not the prophetic. When you say prophet, it means an answer has arrived. Because if God looks, leaves men to look for answers, they will look forever. But thank God he didn't leave us to look forever. 
Billy Bratos Keteni Manos Katad. In the course, somebody's miracle has already been gotten. Because now they know their search is over. <laughs> now they know that their search is over. Now they know that their search is over. Now they know that their search is over. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The prophetic is answers looking for troubles. And I want you to take me to 2 Kings chapter 4. Get ready to know what it is like to receive the prophet or to receive the prophetic. That's why God will turn the answer to a man to come and speak directly to you. That's all. There are things that are very difficult to articulate because the prophetic is such a spiritual ordinance. Can I shock you? If you can receive the prophet, God marks your heart and doesn't mark your acts. If you can receive the prophet, God will mark your heart. He won't mark your acts. Are you aware that the day God said Sarah will give birth to a child with a timeline, for 24 years, God had prophesied to Abraham and to Sarah that they would give birth to a promised child. In Genesis 18, when the three men entered Abraham's house and they ate in his house, and they asked, where is Sarah, the woman that cooked the food? She's in the door. Then they said, according to the time of life. And the biochronological interpretation of that statement is nine months from today. That's what that statement means. According to the time of life is that the ordained gestation period not plus or minus one. That ordained one. When we return, Sarah will carry a child because they are eating. The promise in totality is hidden in hospitality. Yeah. So they had finished eating. Where is Sarah? Sarah came. Woman, you laughed when we said you would give birth. Why did you laugh? And the woman said, I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh. And the people said, nay, but thou didst laugh. And they got up and left. The day the prophecy was given a timeline of nine months to occur, that was the day Sarah lied before God. That was the day. So you tell me, how is a woman getting her miracle nine months from the day she lied? How does it make sense? If you read your Bible, how will you defend it? If you have not read the chapter, you have a lot of things in your mind. <laughs> then Sarah denied saying, I love not, for she was afraid. And he said, nay, but thou didst love. What is in verse 16? And the men rose up from thence and looked towards Sodom. And Abraham, Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. The last statement in Sarah's house was that you are a liar. And, the, and, and, and God got up and left. How does God telling somebody that she's a liar guarantee conception from that hour? You tell me. Oh boy, the real work is to receive the prophet. Once you finish that work, God marks your heart. He doesn't mark your acts. He doesn't. That's why in church, there are a lot of scholars who are contending with knowledge without testimonies. 
And there are men who are in simplicity with childlike faith. They jump at in everything that the man of God says. And they have astounding testimonies. And sometimes when they are saying their testimony, they sound unbelievable. And all the scholars are saying, mm, this one we don't think is true. Isn't it sugar-coated? Isn't it sugar-coated? If you can receive the prophet, <laughs> it is answers looking for troubles. That's why even when Sarah lied, the baby came. The last statement in Sarah's house, God said, nay, but thou didst laugh. And the man rose up and left. After that statement, God didn't make any pronouncement in Abraham and Sarah's house again. The last reference of God's visitation is God telling Abraham's wife that she's a liar. How does that produce a child? The prophetic. Oh, my God, the prophetic. <laughs> oh, my God, the prophetic. <laughs> oh, my God, the prophetic. Oh 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 my God, the prophetic. Are you bowing to find out how or you are bowing to say wow? Yeah. One is censorship, one is worship. If you read Hebrews chapter 9, you will know what was in the holies of holies. It's easy to know what was there in reading. Only one man knows what it was like being there. That was the high priest. Only one man knew what it was like being in the holies of holies. All of us know what was there. But how it was like being there, we don't know because we were never there. That's the thing with spirituality and the prophetic. There are some people who know the Bible, but they don't know what it is like when things in the Bible are manifesting. They don't know what it is like. They read and see angels in the Bible. But when an angel is talking, they don't know what it is like. Which one do you want? They read and they see power. And they go to the etymology of the vocabulary. The Greek word. And they follow its origin to where the language came from. They know dunamis. But they don't know what it is like for fibroid to melt without surgery. They don't know. Which one do you want? The prophetic. I came to challenge your faith and to tell you it is time to open up to receive the prophetic and the prophet. Because when you are able to pass that test, God doesn't mark your acts. He marks your heart. So in the face of a lie, the answers had found the trouble. So one of the, the, the secrets why the babies delayed in Sarah's life was that any time she was afraid, she told a lie. That was Sarah's limitation. Any time fear gripped her, she would tell a lie. Any time fear gripped her, she would tell a lie. So God didn't come to judge that trouble. He came with answers to solve that trouble. That's the prophetic. That's why three men visited them. It was answers looking for troubles. Yeah, that's the prophetic. So how will we receive the prophetic? Second Kings chapter 4. Take me to verse 8. We know about prophets. We know about the prophetic. How should we receive? Man of God. I'm walking with a prophet. We are always in the oracle's place. Yesterday when Papa was preaching. And even this morning he was talking. Familiarity. When you have seen the details to a certain point is no more an astounding. And it had become familiar. 
Second Kings chapter 4. Are you helping me from the verse 8? Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm doing my best. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, sir, madam. And it fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem, where was a great woman. It fell on a day before it fell on a man. It fell on a day before it fell on a man. If I have an appointment with Apostle Vincent, it is okay. I can easily spot it. But if Tuesday has an appointment with Prophet Apostle Vincent, it's another level to spot it. When a time has an appointment with the divine, it is called a season. A season. When we say season, we are talking about a day having an appointment with power. That's what a season is. Until a day has an appointment, it is not a season. It is not. If the next three months have been appointed to see rain, then it is called a rainy season. The honor of a season is time having an appointment. And the honor of a season is to enforce a reason. That's it. So listen to me carefully. If you have an appointment with a man, it's easy to understand. But if a day has an appointment, can you spot the day? That's where the prophetic comes in. There is a year you enter into and you must know that in this year of my life, my stay in Canaan has expired. Something must fetch me to Egypt. You must know. Because the truth about it is, the promised land that flows with milk and honey, farming is coming there. Sokoto sir. Farming in the promised land? Yes, sir. With promised land? The one that God himself said is flowing with milk and honey? Yes. God's own terminology of milk and honey. Where is farming in this description? But you enter a certain year. And this year, somebody must not be in Canaan. Somebody must be in Egypt. To stay in Canaan and be making confessions of plenty is misplaced. Is misplaced. You enter a certain season and God says, in this year of your life, if you stay in Ghana, your prayers are quarantined. Finished. It's finished. 17 years. A word is monitored by providence. When time is up and you have to cross the borders of Africa, I will send a man. When that man comes, the quarantine is lifted. Don't reimpose it. <laughs> when a time has an appointment, they call it season. Season. The prophetic is for seasons. Yeah. Seasons. Don't stay in Canaan and be erecting altars. Can I shock you? When Joseph left home, Jacob was still a prophet. He was a patriarch. And his patriarchal authority never diminished. For 13 to 15 years, there was no altar he lifted in Canaan. 
that God responded and told him that Joseph is alive, but he was still a prophet. <laughs> How come Jacob never picked up any signal? A man that could meet a host of angels, and he looks at them, he says, this is the host of God. He sees a group of people. He says, this one, they are not normal men. They have flesh. They have bodies, but it is not flesh. These men are angels. Such a man, his child is missing. His beloved child is missing from age 17 to around age 32. About 15 years. There was never a time this man of God lifted an altar and picked up a signal that his son was alive. What kept him blind for 15 years? <laughs> when a time has an appointment with the divine, it is called a season. A season. Do you know the season you are in? Don't be confessing scriptures in the in in wrong season. No, don't. Because spirituality without results is a very painful burden. And a man that has missed a season is a slave to bitterness. When Whenever you see anybody's opportunity, when you have missed your season, you will you, you be a slave to envy. Yeah. You will say, why not me? Oh, even this thing, if I, if I rehearse for two weeks, I will be able to do more. Oh, these details cry. If I, if I just go into waiting, I will get better. No, it's not true. When a man misses his seasons, he becomes a slave to bitterness. Hey, there are times and days that have appointments. Not only men have appointments. The appointment January 2024 has with destiny. Do you know that appointment? You don't know. It will come and pass. <laughs> The honor of studying and confession is to find a season to make the right confession. Jacob is lifting altars in Canaan and God didn't respond for 15 years. The patriarch believed the rumor. How? How? Guess what? After 15 years, then they brought wagons of prosperity to his house. And he came out. They said, Joseph is alive. He said, I don't believe then he came out and he saw the wagons. And he said, no, this is enough. Prosperity is a conviction that words cannot do. Ah, uh, yeah. There's a side of the gospel that we don't preach, we donate. Yeah. There's a realm of conviction that is not in the powers of words. It is in the powers of material substance to end the argument. The man with the hem of the garment is stronger than the man with the argument. Atudibrato satadea. So there is a dimension of prosperity that answers questions that words are not supposed to be used to answer. Daddy, Joseph is alive. Oh, leave there. Joseph is alive. How come God didn't tell me for 15 years? No, no, no. Come out and see. He came out. He saw the wagons of prosperity. He said, Wallahi, Joseph is alive. Joseph is alive. <laughs> Joseph is alive. May you prosper like that to end the argument. May you prosper like that to end the argument. May you prosper like that to end the argument. May you prosper like that to end the argument. Sometimes when Papa is prophet, he says, sing, sing, sing. Then he's talking. Sing, sing, sing. Then he's talking. Then you put Kai, Incontestable evidence. Beyond every form of doubt and elaborate questioning. The thing has come. It has come. This, no, 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 no. This prosperity is security against doubt. It's security against doubt. There's a level of faith we don't preach. We don't teach. We donate. 
you prosper like that. So he comes out and he sees, no, Joseph is alive. Let's go to Egypt. So on the way to Egypt, then he paused somewhere. Then he lifted an altar at Be'er Sheva. He lifted the altar and then he prayed, Lord God, Joseph said, as you come to Egypt, should I go? That's the day God answered. He said, Joseph is alive. Go to Egypt. So what happens to the promised land? Shut up and go to Egypt. So, it, so the milk and honey and keep quiet. Go to Egypt. And then he went. If a time has an appointment with providence, it is called season. In seasons, they don't argue. They don't argue. When the season comes, in every season is a sun. <laughs> when there is a season, a son will be sent. It's a son of man. That's a prophet. So the Bible says, and it fell on a day. That day had an appointment. Immediately it fell on a day, there was a prophet. The day has an appointment. That is why the prophet came. The prophet didn't come to stage an appointment. If there is nothing ordained for the day, a prophet cannot show up. He cannot. The thing falls on a day before it falls on a man. Five days of creation, things were falling on days. There was no man to receive a blessing. Are you aware that the first blessing God pronounced was not on a man? Things have fallen on days before they fell on men. And it fell on the first day. And it fell on the second day. And God said it was good. All these five days, there was no man anywhere. Days have appointments. If the day is not appointed, a prophet cannot show up. No prophet has a power to show up out of a season. That's why when the prophet shows up, you don't let them go. Yeah. That was Jacob's secret. Angels don't appear out of season. It fell on a day. Then Elisha can pass. If nothing has fallen on the day, it is anathema for a prophet to pass where any place that the, the time doesn't have an appointment. A prophet will never come to your area for you to have your eyes see him if the day doesn't have an appointment. So if you see the prophet drive by, chase the car. You heard me right. I said, chase the car. You say, oh, no, 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 no. We won't chase the car. God is everywhere. In the New Testament, don't use the New Testament to write new problems. Don't use it. Don't use it. If you see the prophet drive in your vicinity, stop everything and run after the carriage. You heard me right. This kingdom is for babies. So revelation is for the humble. Deliverance is for the desperate. Opinions are for all men. Truth is for seekers. I don't know what you are looking for. Until there's an appointment with the day, the prophet cannot show up. If you see a prophet, something has fallen on a day, getting ready to fall on a man. <laughs> the day is appointed fruitful. So somebody who is looking for a child will see the prophet. The day is appointed prosperous. So somebody who is looking for money will see the prophet. You can't see the prophet until the day has an appointment. It fell on a day before it fell on a man. So he passed to Shunem, where was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as oft as he passed by, he turned in thither to eat bread. Now listen to me as we round up. We are learning how to receive the prophetic. Constrain. 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 Let's go to verse 9. Hmm. I'll make it simple. And she said unto her husband, 
Behold now, I perceive that this is an holy man of God which passeth by us continually. So listen to me very well. I'm rounding up. Let's not miss this. This great woman is in Shunem. Shunem means two resting places. It means double rest. That's what Shunem means, two resting places. In Genesis chapter 1, after creation, what did God do? He rested. <laughs> Shunem, double resting places. So something has fallen on a day. I pray it was your day of birth. So then that Monday, the woman is there and somebody passes. Honey, is there food in the kitchen? No, there's no food in the kitchen. Then please don't eat the one I served you. Please get up. Get up. Um, sir. 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 Yes, sir. Please, can you come home and eat? Come home and eat. Do I know you? Oh, no, please, sir. It's getting cold. But what, what's your name? You don't worry. I'll tell you my name after you finish eating. Please hold on. And Geazi is saying, hey, and, and, and Elisha is like, no, hold on, it's okay. Woman, uh, what, what is it? Um, uh, you, no, there is, there's no problem. You have to eat. Me? Yeah, you have to. Please come and, uh, oh, please hold on. You are dragging. Come and eat. And then, you know, we, we, are, we are going. Uh, well, please take your, what is all this? Sit down. And then, say, Ani, who is this? Please, um, he, whilst he's eating, he will talk. Akosia, turn on the microwave. Sir, please, uh -huh. how long have you been? You said, you are not eating. But why should I eat your food? I don't know you. What have you put? Eat, sir. Eat. 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 Oh, no. Hold on. This thing. With... No, no, no. Hold on. Eat. Eat. No, 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 no. You can't, you can't order me around. And then the woman whistles. Shoo, shoo. And bodyguards are all over. The great woman is a woman of influence. They don't walk alone. So when some people showed up and Elisha advised himself that he has to eat. <laughs> That's on the lighter side. Constrain. 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 It has fallen on a day. It must fall on a man. So the language is constrain. Constrain. Jesus is coming to the disciples. And he does as if he's passing by them. Why is he doing as if he's passing by them? Is he acting? He's traveling with people on the way to a miles. And they've walked miles. Now when he got there, then the Bible says he did as if he was continuing the journey. And then the people said he, was, he should stand and eat. Sit down and eat. Jesus will always act as if it was not your house he was coming to. That's how the prophetic works. Oh, that's how the prophetic works. That the person the prophet rebuked the sharpest in the service is the one the service was organized for. Oh, yes. Offense throws you off sense. Ah, it does. Offense throws you off sense. If you want to be prophetic, understand that you have taken the, the, the responsibility of breaking protocols. So this is the wisdom. The same way you are forcing somebody to eat and expecting they will not be offended is the same way when the prophetic is forcing you to do something. Don't be offended. So the way the woman was forcing the man of God to eat, it tells you there is nothing this man could have done to offend the woman. Nothing. No sense. Offense throws you off sense. Can I shock you? When John the Baptist sent people to go and ask Jesus, are thou 
he that is to come, or should we look for another? His problem was simple, that he was in prison. Is that not it? Jesus said, go and tell him. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. The lepers are cleansed. And the deaf hear. The dead are raised up. And the poor have the gospel preached to them. John, I have answers for death. I have answers for blindness. I have answers for deafness. I have answers for poverty. I have answers for sin, which is the gospel. But a man that is offended, I don't have anything as an answer for him. So go and tell John that I can't get him out of prison, but I can raise the dead. How? I can't get John out of prison, but I can raise the dead. I can't get John out of prison, but I can make deaf ears hear. Why? Because John's prison is the offense. It's not the bars. That one, I can't do anything about it. The prophetic constraint going against the calm orientations of courtesy. That's constraint. Prophetic. Prophetic. Say, please eat. Now I'll shock you. If you constrain the prophetic, you don't constrain the prophetic to work. You constrain the prophetic to rest. Never you forget this. I'm going to leave you alone. The protocol of creation is that God finished the work. Then he did what? Then he rested. The only work under the sun now is creating rest. We don't create any work again. We create what? Rest. The honor was the Shabbat. And Jesus said, the son of man is Lord of the Sabbath. So now the protocol of the Sabbath is that it is no more a day. It is a man. So your rest that has fallen on a certain Tuesday has fallen on a certain man who is a prophet. If you embrace the man, you have embraced rest. <laughs> Men are Sabbaths now. That is the protocol. The Sabbath is not Sunday. The Sabbath is a man. Child of God, your day of birth, which is a Monday with the prophet at home, is a Sabbath. It's not Sunday. On your way to lectures and you met a prophet, that is your Sunday. If you miss that day, Sunday sermon can't summon nothing. <laughs> you were on your way to the office. One hot Friday afternoon and then all of a sudden the prophet's call came. That Friday is your Sabbath. It's not Sunday. The Sabbath is now a man. Why? The son of man is Lord also of the Sabbath. The Sabbath is no more a day. It is a man. The, two man, the prophetic is the embodiment of a Sabbath with flesh. If a man takes the Sabbath and wears it, they call him prophet. <laughs> the weekend is that Wednesday when you met the prophet. That is when the week ended. Not Friday, not Saturday. Your Sabbath is not that Sunday when you were rushing to church. Your Sabbath is that hot Thursday when you were rushing to work. And then you met the prophet. When a man takes on the Sabbath and wears it as a coat, they call him prophet. <laughs> so if you, if you embrace a prophet, you have done a Sunday service. You have fulfilled the Sabbath. 
Why? The son of man also is Lord of the Sabbath. Sabbaths are no more days. They are now men. <laughs> so the woman is now constraining the prophet. Not pray for me. Not hear me. Not heal me. Eat. When you meet the prophet, the only work to be done is to create rest. So, say, eat. I'm not hungry. You eat. You can't talk to me like that. I know. Eat. All of you disrespectful women, we have been disrespectful all our life. Eat. <laughs> you can't talk to me like that. I don't have to talk to you like that. Eat. It's called constraint. A prophet rejected your offering. How? No, you tell me. How? How? No, no. How? How? The Sabbath is no more a day. It is a man. So you, if, a, if a man rejects your offering as a prophet, you don't know rest. So you have to be restless when you meet the prophet until he accepts your offering. Constrain. It's a very strong word. It has military tendencies. Yeah. Fist against fist. Oh boy, you go chop. This money you have to take. It is okay. You are not the one to say it is okay. There was a certain time I wanted to do something for my father. He said, Joe, this thing is unnecessary. I said, Dad, you will keep quiet and we'll bring it. No, 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 no. We can, we can share the money. No, sir. No. The Sabbath is no more a day. It is a man. <laughs> if I do for you, I've done something for my resting days. Don't, don't, don't say no. Don't eat. And Elisha ate. Then the Bible says, as often as he passed there, he had to eat. So he had to accept. The woman turned the blessed instance into a circuit, continuity. So now, when she saw him, she said, let's make food for him. Then the Bible says, as often as she passed, he passed there, he turned in that to eat. So that had become a, an eating place. He continued. Then one, so every time when Elisha is eating, <clears throat> the woman is looking at him. This man is different. He's not done anything. He's looking at the man. He's different. He's different. He's different. He's different. Then in verse 9. And she said unto her husband, Behold, now I perceive. Earlier on, I was obeying what I didn't understand. But now I understand. Every prophet's anointing doesn't grow. It is your apprehension of the anointing that grows. That grows. It is your apprehension of the anointing that grows. That grows. You can start by sincerely going down every time you are greeting. From the beginning, it will be synthetic. It will have artificial tendencies, but as time goes on, one day you will perceive. <laughs> one day you will perceive. You, whatever told the woman with the alabaster box that the oil had to be at the feet, we don't know. But she went for the feet. So, from the beginning, you won't understand. But later, you will know that it is the feet because it was for burial. And the nails will be in the feet. Oh, it may make sense. One day, she says, no, I perceive. Now, perception has come. The day she perceived that this man is an holy man, which passed by us continually, what's the next thing she did? Let us make a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall. Say, how much does it cost to feed a man? If you want to buy food for somebody, want to buy fried rice and chicken for me, how much will it cost you? 100 CDs. 100 CDs. 
when I feel there's something about the man, I don't know what exactly it is. The day she perceived he's a holy man, she moved from buying food to building a house. Now you tell me, what is the budget to build a house? <laughs> Single bedroom, self-contained. A great woman means she was staying in a very elite area. Because when the prophet asked her, should I talk to the king for you? She says, I dwell among my own people. In other words, there's nobody connected in this town more than me. Contact for impact, I have it. <laughs> yeah, I have every contact. So it, it means she was living in the most elitist echelons of that place. Shunem, double resting place, where people go for luxury vacation. That's where she was living. How much will it cost to build a single room self-contained in a luxury region in Ghana? You tell me. When she didn't know he was a holy man, she was buying her food. The day she knew the man is a prophet, between buying food and building the house, what is the budget leap? You tell me. Our problem is that when God is increasing revelation about an anointing, then ironically we are diminishing what we do for the anointing. That's the only problem. The day the prophetic was deepest is the way you gave your loosest offering. That's your problem. And that's the curse of too much knowledge. We know too much. We have seen too much. The day she said, I perceive, she now realized increased perception must translate to increased sacrifice. If we don't know who the man is, we can buy food. But now we know it is a house. Now that we know it is a what? It is a house. But the problem is, now we know it is a prophet. Don't worry. Let's just keep on buying the food. Say, this is why you have bought food for 10 years. And now you say God has denied you. Whenever your apprehension of a prophet's anointing increases, honor is substance. Respect is, is ethereal. If you respect a man, you can respect him in your head, respect him in a protocol, respect him in your mannerism, but honor is substance. The day she said, no, this man is a prophet. From that day, she stopped cooking for the man to now building for the man. Do you know that budget difference? If it was you and I, we would say, why are we attempting something that is bigger than us? We would just tell her, let us cut our coat according to the size. The prophetic doesn't wear coat, so there's no need for sizes. There's no need for size. We don't need to cut any coat according to any size. If you get a new apprehension of the anointing, change how you service that anointing. It is imperative. It is. It is. Do you think that it was a coincidence that that Friday, the man of God entered a certain realm of clarity and you were there? Do you know the number of people who were supposed to be there who never were there? It was ordained. Something fell on the day, and it is waiting to fell, fall on a man. If that day you got an apprehension, I've known that prophet Bernard L. Bernard is a prophet, but today God has proved to me that he's a prophet. That day, leave a mark. Don't just buy the food you have been buying every day. Decide to build a house. My time is up. I have those at it. Three minutes more. That day, don't do the same thing. If you don't have it in person, make a pledge. These are secrets so that your problems do not outlive your joy. 
Brother, if it was you and I, we would say we are not ready. We would say it is not in our budget. We would say we didn't plan for it. We would say, no, all these things serve. This thing. It's not like that, oh. The prophetic, if you can embrace it, God will look at your heart and forget your acts. This is it. So the woman says, no, from today you are not just eating. You will lie down. Now let me show you something and I will leave you. We will make a chamber for you on the wall because he's a watchman. And we will set there for him a bed, not a microphone. We are creating rest, not work for the man of God. If you tell them, let us buy a bed for the prophet to sleep well, they say it's exploitation. Let us buy a microphone so that he can continue shouting. They say they are supporting God's work. Ha-ha. The Sabbath is not a day. It is not a work. It is a man. Oh, Latozika brothers. <laughs> the first thing they put in the chamber was not a prayer desk. The woman was telling him, when you come here, you don't pray. When you come here, you sleep. Yes, because the prophetic is rest wearing flesh. It's Sabbath. The prophetic is not work. The prophetic is rest wearing flesh. That's a prophet. A prophet is a man that has worn the Sabbath as a dress. So the Sabbath is not a day. It's not a work. It's not a service. It's a man. So the woman says, I'm building a chamber. It is not a prayer chamber. So sir, when you come here, don't let me be hearing Here is Shunem. The meaning of the place is double resting place. Here when you come, you sleep. You don't pray here. So, asole yebie. Asole yebie. Bie koba ojiongma no war. Ojiongma no war. Yeah. Hallelujah. When you come to this house, in this house, the first thing is you enter the dining table, you sit and you eat. If you finish eating, you enter the room. The first thing I made for you in the room was a bed. And guess what? When the man of God slept on the bed, what the woman and her husband had been doing on a bed that never brought something, brought something. <laughs> the Sabbath is a man and he's wearing flesh. He's called a prophet. So when you meet a prophet, you don't give him work, you give him rest. Man of God, lay hands and pray for me. You are giving the man work. He's a Sabbath. You create rest for him. You don't create work. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. If you give a prophet work, you have to work and equal it. Sir, can you come to my house and pray? You are not prophetic. The man doesn't need to pray in your house. Tell him to come and feast. The day Eli saw Hannah's mouth praying in the temple, men of God normally prescribe fasts. That day Eli prescribed for Hannah a feast, not a fast. He said, when you live here, you go home, go and eat and don't be sad. Without fasting, she became pregnant. When she was fasting, she didn't give birth. I said, the Sabbath is a man, and he's wearing flesh. They call him prophet. Yeah. You are giving your prophet work. Don't give your prophet work. Give him rest. Give him rest. The man of God doesn't need a better microphone to keep preaching. He needs a better dining table. So that when he finishes preaching, and he doesn't have appetite to eat, something exciting about the table will let him eat small. That's what he needs. The only work after creation on the protocol of the Sabbath is to create more rest. We don't create work. Any anointing you create a platform for, for the thing to come and work, it becomes a U-turn of sterility. If you let a man of God step on your altar and he exerts spiritually, 
and your honorarium is an insult, you won't get results. You won't. You won't. These are sacred mechanisms. Oh. So on one of the days, Apostle Paul says, ah, you people, when we communicate to you in spiritual matters, you have to communicate back in physical matters. And say, yes, this thing not of men and beasts. Is it not in the law that even with animals, you don't muzzle an ox while it is treading the corn? Sebi, 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 in prayer, your song, song. That's what the apostle is saying. He said, you people are pushing me. Now let me put apostolic truth raw in incontestable forms. There you will know. The deeper the man, the deeper the honor. Because it is a law in the spirit. Because the Sabbath is a man wearing flesh. They call him prophet. So he says, sir, when you come here, you will sleep. No, we have an all night. My house is not a temple. It is a home. Sleep. Number one, she put a bed. Number two, it was a table. Number three, a stool. Number four, a candlestick. The light was the last thing. In other words, here, the last thing you do is activity. You won't need light for anything. If you are going to sleep, what light do you need? You will need to study deep. Here is not for the study. The last thing she produced was the candlestick. People said she put a candlestick there so that the prophet will be learning. They don't know it. The place is called Shunem. The protocol of that enclave is a resting place. Here is the protocol of the Sabbath. It's not how much the prophet is coming to study here. He's not coming to pray. Man of God, stop calling prophets to pray. If they were not praying, they would not be prophets. <laughs> Don't let them say what they've not heard. You are wasting your time. Create rest. It's your only work. You heard me right. It is your only work. It, no, no, it is your only work. It's hard to believe, but it's your only work. As I leave you alone. So then Elisha entered. Shall we go? Then I, I'm, I'm done. Five minutes. No, I'm done. More than five minutes. Please let me round up. No, no, no. From the last one. And it, yeah, so it fell on a day again that he came thither and he turned into the chamber. And what did he do? He lay. The protocol of rest. Don't create work for any prophet. And then I brought him and I made him pray. And I said he should anoint the place. No, when he works and he leaves, you have to work and equal. The only work is to create rest. Tell him to just come and walk around and go. That's all. That's all. Tell, make it comfortable. Let him just come and lay there. So the man was just lying down asleep. Then he said, ah, call the Shunammite woman. She has done a lot for us. What do we do for her? And the verse 12, let's go on and finish, I beg you. Gehazi, call this Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him. Then what did he say? And he said unto her, say now unto the Shunammite, well, you know, you have done a lot of things for us. And, and I mean, what do you want? Because you have not asked that for anything. Not prayer, not anointing service, nothing. The only work you have to do is to create rest for your prophet. I'm telling you by the voice of the Lord. I'm telling you by the voice of the Lord. Don't give your man of God work because you will work and equal it. I'm telling you, affection precedes impartation. That is why Isaac told Esau, I want to eat before I bless you. If I'm not happy, it won't work. So let my soul be elated. You will be elevated. That's how it is. So he said, oh, so, so, okay. So do you want her to speak to the king? And she answered, I dwell among my own people. Then the prophet kept asking, so you won't give me anything to do? Yeah, it's the protocol of Shunem. Don't give your prophet any work. Don't give him any work. 
You are not the one to give your prophet work. It is God that gives him work. You didn't employ him. Don't give your prophet work. What is to be done for her? Then Gehazi just answered in a vacuum. Oh, she doesn't have a child. And then the prophet said, now I have gotten some work. The woman never gave him work. He found work to do. You have forced the prophet to do too much. That's why you have many utterances that have not seen performances. Don't give your prophet work. He is the Sabbath in flesh. He's the protocol of rest. You don't put him to work. It's God puts him to work. All you have to do is to put him to rest. That's all. If I tell you, can we buy something that will honor the prophet? You will tell me that now prophets want money. But if I say, can we get better speakers so that when the prophet is talking, we will listen. That one, you will buy the speakers and call that the work of God. It is okay for the prophet to sleep in a house that is leaking and have an elaborate, well-furnished auditorium. You give your prophet more work, you will work and equal it. Give him rest. He will, his God will let him find work. And when God finds work to do, you can imagine how well the work will be done. So he's lying down. He's not praying. It's not a prayer service. And then he said, ah, no, call the woman. So the woman comes to stand there. Do you want that? No. Do you want that? No. Should I do? No. Whatever. What do you want me to do? Sleep, sir. That's why I built this house. No, I can't be sleeping like this. Sleep. Then Gehazi said, Oniba. And then the prophet said, According to the time of life, it means nine months from today, thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, Nay, my Lord, thou man of God, do not lie unto thine handmaid. Go on. And the woman conceived. Oh, sir, don't, 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 don't say that. Is it? Then the woman was pregnant. Sarah's house. There was a case of lying. In the Shunammite woman's house, she was accusing the man of God of lying. But in all this, there was incontestable conception. Why is it that we are making the prophets work, pour oil, some assault, and their people are not conceiving? You know why? We are creating work for them, not creating rest for them. When they created rest for the three men by cooking and making them relax, even when Sarah lied, she conceived. When this woman cooked and built a house for the prophet, even when she accused the prophet of lying, she conceived. But in this century, we give our men of God work. When we make them work, then providence makes us to work to equal it. And that's how come now you have to pray more. You don't have to pray more. You may have to embrace more. What grace has spoken, it is grace that will perform. Rise to your feet. Sadole, brother, the prophetic. My Lord and my God. I believe I'm done. I just lead you with this prayer topic. Lord, give me grace. I want to embrace rest. And remember, rest is a man wearing the Sabbath. And they call him prophet. Let me get inside to realize that I am not born to use the prophet. No. He's an answer looking for troubles. When you embrace him well, even if you express your doubt, your doubt will not contest the breakthrough. Lord, 30 days. We have done a few days. We have 20-something days. Father, give me the faith that can embrace your prophet to get rest. Just speak in tongues. Speak in the spirit. And ask for this grace. 
sedo librado satande animoto librado satelas rado si capande legrodo sates mande logrodo sabalibada lord we embrace rest and we embrace your prophet the wisdom to create rest for your prophet for the prophetic so that it works for us we will not exploit grace we will submit to grace we will not exploit grace we will submit to grace in the name of the lord jesus in the name of the lord jesus in the name of the lord jesus as we bring today's message to a close we hope that the teaching shared have touched your heart and ignited a deeper connection with your faith may the wisdom and inspiration gained here continue to resonate in your life guiding you through challenges strengthening your relationships and bringing you closer to God. We are ready and just a call away to support, encourage, and walk alongside you. Reach our church line on plus 233-234-077-788. Follow us via social media at Spirit Life Revival Ministries on Instagram, Spirit Life Revival Ministries The Oracle's Place on Facebook, and at Spirit Life TH on Twitter. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at Spirit Life Revival Ministries for more of such messages. Remember, you are never alone. Until we meet again, may the love, grace, and peace of our Lord be with you always.